Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Whiskey 61 Lounge inside the Bank Plus Studio. Live in the studio. It's the Out of Bounds Show with Low Bounds. Streaming live worldwide on the Out of Bounds Radio app. And on your radio at ESPN 105.9. The Zone. Well, it's been a while. Since I've been back in the uh, Bank Plus studio, I was trying to figure that out on the way in this morning. And my, evidently my voice is shot, which we'll get that under control. I have to drink uh, some more honey. I thought I had enough before the show, but we'll we'll do a little bit more of that. want to say, uh, oh, good morning. Welcome in. We are the Out of Bounds Show. ESPN 105.9 The Zone. I'm your host, Bo Bounds, and I've got Blake Scott with me. If this voice continues today, Blake will host the show. Uh, The show is powered by the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook and Lounge, an award-winning Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. Uh, Looking forward to being there Thursday. We'll be there Thursday. That's... um, Somewhat the beginning of March Madness, but for Mississippi State men's and women's hoops, uh, they'll play before then in play-in games. So, as you know, uh, Mississippi, well, I think most of you know, I would think, does anybody not know that that's listening to the show this morning? That would be, I guess, somewhat intriguing to me. But Mississippi State will play Pitt on uh, Tuesday uh, in Dayton, Ohio at 810 I can't believe they scheduled that game during a Mississippi State baseball game on the coast in Biloxi. 
And then the uh, the women will play Illinois in South Bend, Indiana, which is Notre Dame, on Wednesday, uh, March 15th. So, And that game will be televised by ESPN. The men's game is on True TV. So, um, well, this is the time of year where you have to find TBS, TNT, and True TV. <laughs> those of you who may not watch Charles Barkley, I do, you know, six, seven, eight times throughout the year. And then if, if, if the playoffs shake out in the NBA and I, I like, you know, something I like, then, then I'm in. But uh, you'll have to find your True TV your TBS, and your TNT for to get ready for the tournament. I, I think it's arguably the best weekend in sports for the year. Ooh. Now, you know, the AFC and NFC championship game, or, well, we say that. there. Sometimes you don't get either game that's good, but a lot of times you get one of the two or whatever. One thing you know about this weekend with all the games, you're going to have some buzzer beaters yep. and, and close games and overtime games. And you'll get games all day, Thursday, Friday, and, and Saturday and Sunday. So I'm excited. And uh, congratulations to Ole Miss um, women's hoops. They are in. There is no. There is no play playing game for for the Ole Miss women's team. They'll play uh, Gonzaga um, in Stanford, California, and they're an eight seed against a nine. And then Stanford's the one. But uh, Mississippi State comes out of nowhere in Chris Jans' first year to, you know, make the tournament slash playing game. It's pretty incredible. Incredible. And, it, you know, I did not think that they would go to the NIT, much less make it in the playing game. I thought they had skirted the playing game there for a second. Um, Lenardi had moved them back in, and he usually gets about you know, 90-some-odd percent right, but he's going to miss a couple. And it looks like the committee went with North Carolina State over Mississippi State. Uh, And I guess you could say Pitt, but uh, because you're you're playing a Pitt team that's that's good. I mean, this is a good good Pitt team. Jeff Capel, who played at Duke, many of y'all remember him in the mid-'90s. I do. I was watching college hoops religiously uh, at that time. And he was one of the guards for Shashevsky, and they did not win it while he was there, but they had some good teams. And Capel has gone on like several former Duke players. He's a total trust fund baby. Um, you know, he went to VCU, <laughs> went to a tournament, uh, went to Oklahoma. His one thing he did is he went to the Elite Eight at Oklahoma. And then threw up a 13 and 18 and 14 and 18. And the last four years at Pitt, he hasn't even been to the NIT. However, they were 11 and 21 last year and Ooh. 6 and 14 in the conference. Hello. And they flipped those this year. They're 22 and 11 and 14 and 6. Yeah. In the conference. But they're 1 and 3 in their last four. Yeah. And that may be get a little momentum. On the dog side. How about both state and state women being 11 seed play-ins? Yeah. I mean, if you win in your Mississippi State, you play in Greensboro, North Carolina against Iowa State. In the men's team, yeah. I thought at first it, it said Greenville, South Carolina. I was like, ooh, that's cool. But uh, it's Greensboro, North Carolina, which I went through there 
for the ACC tournament in, I had to figure out what year that was. But uh, that's the only time I had been to Greensboro, North Carolina, was was during the ACC tournament. That's understandable. Yeah. It, it does bring up a great question because you see in the women's side, Mississippi State is a, is a play in 11, obviously. And then in the women's side for Ole Miss, they're the eight seed. But being an eight or a nine means in the second round, you're paired up with the host number one seed. Yeah. I don't know that you'd rather, I know you got to play an extra game, but it it does beg the question, would you rather be the play-in team not paired with the one or the eight, nine, where if you win one game, you got to play the one seed? Yeah. That's a good question. Yeah. And in women's, the one seed gets the host. I like I like the way the women's tournament does this. I, do I, I wish men's tournament would do this and get away from the early round neutral. Give me the top 16 seeds in the tournament hosting their the three seeds that would be in their foursome, so to speak, almost like baseball. Yeah. And and host the first two rounds and then go to the neutral site stuff. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think that would be cool um, for sure. Do I sound like Chris Jans? Uh, so it's funny you said that. I was thinking because you said if your voice doesn't get better, I was like, well, you'll have to come back and do the Jans interview because no one will be able to tell who's talking. Yeah. They'll just be yeah, like, yeah, is yeah. Chris Jans interviewing himself? What's so happening? Chris Jans is coming on at 930 today. And, you know, I wasn't sure we were going to get him. They're traveling today. Um, so they're they're heading to Dayton, Ohio. It's kind of a uh, an expedited, um, rushed deal where you find out late yesterday afternoon and then boom, you're uh, you're heading to Dayton, Ohio for for a game. If you win Tuesday, you turn around and play Friday, so it it becomes a very quick schedule. Yeah, you, you at least you get two days off. Yeah, no, that's true. Very true. Um, speaking of two days off, you didn't sound like this this morning when we were talking, and then all of a sudden the lights came on. And yeah, the, I don't know what happened. That was I weird. I started drinking coffee and. Something weird happened. I, I had not drank any coffee this morning. I, uh-huh. Something hot hit the uh, throat. And it was oh, man. Crazy. Speaking of crazy. Sick. Out of bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Twitter handle at Bounds. Your Ag Up Equipment text line, 601-885-3776. Uh, we're streaming live on thezone1059.com and the Out of Bounds radio app. That is the Out of Bounds radio app, and we've got our own bracket. Blake, what, do you, what were you going to say? Uh, I was going to actually go into that bracket challenge. I was going to tell right, you about our, our great stuff. Yeah, well, we love to give away things, so we're doing the ESPN bracket challenge like always, and all you got to do is go to go to Twitter, at Bounds, go to Facebook, search the Out of Bounds show. It's pinned there. It's so easy. The link will take you right to it, and you use code BOUNDS to get in. B-O-U- oh really? B O U N D S. If you want to win great prizes, you got to do half a second of work. That's all we ask. Code bounds. Very easy. Very easy. And then you can get in. Best bracket wins. That's the way it always is, right? Man, somebody's taking home a million dollars. Perfect bracket. I feel it. For from ESPN, not from us. Uh, Twitter handle at Bo Bounds Big Board coming up next. And also, we'll have Charlie Winfield at 8.30 on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Hey, it's Kate.
Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What's on the big board? What's on the big board? We're going to try this again. Good morning. Welcome in. This is the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. I am your host, Bo Bounds. We'll have Charlie Winfield on Hell State Hoops and Baseball. He calls a ton of games for ESPN Plus and the SEC Network. Uh, Chris Jans will stop by at 9.30. Not in studio. He's in Starville. But uh, they're going to be... Uh, boarding a plane sooner than later for Dayton, Ohio, as the Mississippi State men's team will take on the Pitt Panthers. And they're led by Jeff Capel and former Ole Miss basketball player Blake Henson. Who? Who, if you remember a couple years ago, he dropped like 30 points in a Mississippi State Ole Miss game, and I went crazy about how good he was and and you know what kind of player he could be and and I'm just glad to be validated <laughs> and uh he's averaging you know 15.6 for Pitt he is their leading scorer um he is a heck of a player and I'm just glad that my well evaluation skills continue to uh to look amazing. Yeah. Blake Henson, former Ole Miss Rebel, is the leading scorer for the Pitt Panthers. That's pretty funny. It really is. It really is. Uh, Blake, small world. It is a small world. Uh, and so Ole Miss plays uh, Gonzaga in Stanford in women's hoops this week. And then Mississippi State plays Illinois in a play-in game in women's hoops in, in South Bend, Indiana. Um, Ole Miss will be in Stanford, California. They're an eight seed. And then Mississippi State, of course, will play Pitt tomorrow night. And if they win, they'll play Iowa State in Greensboro, North Carolina. That's pretty exciting. Um, So figure out where your true TV is and and get locked in. True TV, TNT, TBS. I feel like when you say figure out where your true TV is, you're asking me to look inside myself. Where's the where's your true TV? <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking. I want you to to look inside yourself. And, uh, before we jump into baseball, which was a, a big weekend, obviously Mississippi State is one of 26 programs in the country with both their men's and women's basketball teams. Okay, in the uh, in the 
The big dance. How about that? The only other SEC programs to join Mississippi State. That gets you warm and fuzzy? Are Alabama and Tennessee. Really? Yeah. Roll Tide. Go balls, baby. Well, since Kirby Smart owns college football, Alabama has decided that they're going to be a basketball school. Yeah. They were a baseball school until this weekend. That's true. Oh, did they get beat up a little bit? Yeah. By like Campbell or something like that. It was Uh, weird. Congratulations to Ole Miss for sweeping and Mississippi State. Said it. We said it this week, this past week. You know, you got to win. Had to win. It was a big weekend. Yeah. Well, so Ole Miss is, if, if we had, if the season ended today, they'd be a national seed. Correct. But let's not go there again because we've had the season end about right now and I didn't like it. So, yeah. Let's not, no, do, let's, let's not let's, do that again. <laughs> well, and we still haven't even played 20 games. Which is, it doesn't it feel like we've, I feel like my emotional toil has been 60 games. The, the the emotional weight put upon me by the fans of both programs, I feel like I am 60 games into the season and we're 20 games in. How do you think Chris Lamonis feels? Great. Well, right? Oh, I'm sorry. No. You're, <laughs> he wakes up every day in constant fear. <laughs> no, I, I, that's what I meant. I mean, he's won five in a row. Like, yeah. Mike Bianco's rolling. They're 14-2. and two. Mike Bianco's biggest worry is will Hunter Elliott show back up? Right. Right now. Right. So Chris Lamonis wakes up every day going, God, which team do I get? What 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 have I got? Yeah. You know, and and to rely on that many newcomers another, and freshmen. Another one this weekend. Guy started all weekend. Marshawn started at third base. Marshawn. Marshawn. Uh um, I love that name. It's a he, great French he, well, name. He had already been playing midweek yeah. and and But now he seems to be the starter. I mean, yeah, I don't. <laughs> it just kind of happened. I don't know what's going to go on with Slate offered in him, but uh, he's a looks to be a good player. Yeah. Had to, had to win, but it was Ross Highfield that had the had the day. Yeah, three three home run day first since Brent Rooker. That's incredible. Who is only one of two triple crown winners ever in the SEC? Yeah, it's a pretty good day for a freshman. Both coming from Mississippi State. Yeah, pretty pretty good day for Ross Highfield on Saturday. Yeah, Madison Central. Superstar kid, yeah, and uh, hit three bombs on. How about the fact that you could, and it is way too early, as you said, twenty games in to say this, but last year you had a freshman from Madison Central do amazing things in Starville, right? And this year there will be a freshman from Madison Central who will have the opportunity to do amazing things. That's a pretty nice little uh, one-two punch for the them Jaguars over there. It really is. And then on Ole Miss's side, you've got Kemp Alderman, who is on fire. Can't be getting gotten out, basically, it feels okay. like. Yeah. And I guess Jacob Gonzalez cooled off a little bit, but it's almost like both those guys are going to give early a, a run for National Player of the Year. We had one two years ago in Tanner Allen out of the state. Um... Could Kemp Alderman or Jacob Gonzalez put themselves in that position for the totality of the season, not yeah. just the first 15, 16, 17 Kemp, games? If Kemp Alderman keeps hitting the baseball like he is, he's going to get the Barry Bonds treatment. They're just going to start walking him. But with Calarco behind him, hey, the problem... Who, I, I, as, and then Chatney. As I've... As, Bill Belichick has shown you in the NFL, don't let the best guy beat you. Who cares? Look, if if Calarco and Chatney beat you every time, that's great. You know who's probably always going to win? <laughs> Kemp Alderman. 
Yeah. Sometimes you just can't do it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, so we got a lot going on. This week is super busy. March Madness. And then you've got SEC baseball this weekend. You've got Mississippi State men's and women's playing. You've got Ole Miss women's playing. you got Ole, Ole Miss maybe hiring a coach today. Little men's basketball coach? Yeah. Today? Little Chris, tomorrow? Chris Beard action? Is it going to be Beard? You ready to put your money on Beard? Uh, Get those bets in? I thought I was. Oh. I don't know if I'm ready to do that now. You say thought as as past tense. Yeah. I, I don't know if I'm, I'm ready to do that. Aye, aye, aye. So. They pass on Chris? No, I don't. I'm not saying that. I just. I, I'll uh, believe it when I see it. How about that? Uh, I understand. Is is did Key Carter actually get it past Glenn Boyce? Ah, not just floating him. So I mean, I get why Ole Miss floated his name, correct? To see what kind of PR and which way the wind blew, but has it for sure one hundred percent been signed off by none other than Chatsler, Glenn Boyce? So your thoughts are maybe perhaps this was. This was just a little smoke screen to see what the, which way the the hammer fell, so to speak. It'd be a good hire on the court. On the court. F- fantastic. Yes. You wouldn't have ever gotten somebody like this had he not had the hiccup with his fiance. Whatever that was. I'm not sure anybody will really ever know except them. So um but he lost a prestigious, prestigious job. In which Texas is in the NCAA tournament, Blake. They never stopped winning without him. Uh, they're a high seed on men's and women's side, by the way. Your favorite coach, Vic Schaefer, who yeah. a lot of people believe that John Cohen ran off. Mississippi's favorite coach. Mississippi's favorite coach. That's right. Blair Schaefer, an assistant. That's also correct. Yeah. You've had a crush on her for a while. <clears throat> I mean, those are the facts. Josh Hubbard supposed to be committing today? He is. Uh, we'll they see. announced Chris Beard and Hubbard together. Oh, wow. We're live in the Bank Plus studio. The Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone, brought to you by Mississippi Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Center. Visit MississippiSportsMedicine.com. Locations, Fortification, Bellhaven, and uh, Lakeland Drive, Flowood. SEC Insider Hit coming up next. Charlie Winfield at 8.30. Chris Jans, who I'm trying to mimic voice-wise, 9.30. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild.
Uh, it is official. I do like this song. That is for sure. In fact, I just got back from Nashville and I got to see the Crows several years ago back to back at the Ryman. Have you ever been to the Ryman, Blake? I've not. Highly recommend it. It's uh, one of the coolest venues in the country. And they played an electric show one night and an acoustic show the next night at the Ryman. There you go. It was well done. Well done. Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone is brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance. Bundle your car and home and save with your local Farm Bureau Insurance agent. Uh, Charlie Winfield will join us at 8.30 today. Charlie Winfield will join us at 8.30. And Chris Jans at 9.30. Big weekend for Ole Miss as uh, they swept Purdue. And their social media account let the Big Ten know that, what did it say? Eight and one. Eight and one. Eight and one against the Big Ten this year. So if you go nine and oh, I get maybe having fun at the graphic. But like, who cares about going eight and one against the Big Ten? What does that even mean? Well, somebody in the athletic department that runs that Twitter feed cared. How about that? <laughs> I mean, I don't know if it's some kind of, you know, junior level media uh, relations, something, 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 it something. Probably had to be somebody junior level. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, you were kind of feisty about that I, earlier. I wouldn't want, I, I don't get that, like, okay, it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. First off, who cares? The Big Ten's terrible at baseball. Secondly, you didn't go undefeated against the Big Ten. You went eight and one. So, like, what does that even matter? Right. Yeah. I do. I mean, if state. LSU, Southern, it doesn't matter who it is. You don't, that's weird. Like, if Southern Miss beats State and Ole Miss in baseball, then I expect them to go to Mississippi champions, right? Like, that I get. Who cares about going 8-1 and one against the Big Ten? All right, what are your thoughts <laughs> on that? As uh, Blake says, what, what in the world's going on? Although <laughs> Ole Miss is red hot, especially at the plate. There's a little bit of... They're unstoppable. The they're, yeah, they really are. Um, and it just depends on, well, Alderman's been, Kemp Alderman's been amazing. Polarco's been amazing. Chatney's been amazing. Jacob Gonzalez, I, I, I yeah. could go on and on. TJ McCants is hitting home runs left and right. Uh, you know, um, even when they don't get good starting pitching from Sonye or uh, Jack Dordery, it, it doesn't matter. Uh, they score a bunch of runs, and then their their bullpen shuts people down. So, you know, you, you could Rivas was the best over the weekend. Dory and 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 Sonia were you know okay, but not ideal. But they have been able to absolutely crush the the ball to where it doesn't matter. Yep, they'll put like a two spot on you, then a three spot on you, and so on. So, or a four spot or whatever. Um, so Ole Miss is is rolling. Um, and we'll see where that leads. They play at Vanderbilt this weekend. At Vanderbilt this weekend. Mississippi State plays at Kentucky. And I think Ole Miss plays Jacksonville State in a weekend matchup. And Mississippi State will go to Biloxi for back-to-back games um, Tuesday and Wednesday. Uh, it's now Louisiana. I like to call it La Lafayette. Yep, ULL, baby. On Wednesday. And on Tuesday, it's who? Nichols. 
I think Ed Ogeron went there yeah. after he got after he quit the LSU football team. It's a pair of uh, a pair of and it in Louisiana. Yeah, a pair of Louisiana schools. Have you ever been to Thibodeau? I've I may have gone past it. I don't. You okay. Know, I went to school down there and I've driven through it a few times. I don't think I've been to Thibodeau though. Nacogdoches. Uh, Ole Miss for some reason plays at Jacksonville State, which is kind of weird. I don't really understand that, but what uh, it. The SEC baseball schedule says Ole Miss plays at Jacksonville State. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. So, I don't understand so why that you, is why what, what is that? that? About another um, 60 miles past Birmingham? No, why? why? Give or take, <laughs> I think. <laughs> why? When I used to drive, to, I, try, I, I haven't driven to Atlanta in years, thank God. Um, but it's a lot it's, better to fly. Um, is playing at Jacksonville State like in baseball playing like at Memphis in football? It's just dumb. Yes. Why? Like, what are we yes. doing? Yes. <laughs> if I'm an athletic director, you know my deal at Mississippi State or Ole Miss. Home I would games never only. schedule a game at Memphis. Home games only. It's just it's it's incredible. That may be the new mo. So if we go not to like hijack to this the SEC football, but if we go to to a nine game conference schedule, which is still up in the air, if we go to a nine game conference schedule and they do away with Power 5 non-con requirements, then my three non-conferences will be at home for the rest of my life as an AD. Yeah. I'll never schedule a non-conference away game ever. You can't. I'll spend an extra 750K. You should. And we will be at home. Even if you have a CFO in your athletic department who doesn't get it. We will be at home for the rest of... Which is a lot. Yeah, we would be at home for the rest of my life. We would never never play a non-conference game away from stadium. Okay. So, let's... We'll get into that in a minute. Live in the Bank Plus studio, uh, out of bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. We've got a lot of dancing. If y'all have listened to this show the last 10, 15, 20 years, you know how much I love March Madness. Uh, I've been to a couple of Final Fours. Um, I lo- grew up on on the hoops of the Big East and, and Patrick Ewing, who just got fired but was a player at Georgetown when I was growing up. And Jim Beheim, who just got basically fired, although people couldn't figure out exactly what what happened on that. That was an I watched that post game. That was weird. When you have a basketball emperor, you never know what's gonna happen. A la Rick Patino, a la, you know, Mike Shashesky and Roy Williams stepping down, and Bill Self writing in his contract that he could cheat and get caught cheating, and they would still pay him every single dollar guaranteed in his Kansas Jayhawks contract, which is incredible. That's how much power these guys, you know, have. And and then we'll get into Calipari at some point. But if you've listened to his show, look, we're heavy football. We're heavy SEC football. And we will be heavy SEC football. But this tournament, as far as uh, giving people something to do, uh, people filling out brackets, which is fun. Um, the buzzer beaters, the games that go into overtime, the Cinderellas, um, the upsets, or the one and twos that continue to advance. Last year was weird. That doesn't always happen. I mean, what what an outlier to have four blue blood programs in the Final Four. I got to go down to New Orleans. It was North Carolina and Duke in one semifinal game and Kansas and Villanova in the other. In the last two years, three of those four schools have changed coaches. And that would be Coach K, 
Roy Williams, and Jay Wright. I mean, that's that's crazy. Um, and so now you look at it, and a football school is the number one seed in the tournament. <laughs> Alabama and Nate Oates, even with the scrutiny that they, I guess, I don't know if they're still under, but were under just a couple of weeks ago. Um, and some of the things that have happened over there, they rolled through the SEC tournament. They took care of Texas A&M yesterday. And they are the number one seed in the basketball tournament. Maybe your fan base would rather lose to Alabama. Number one in, in football, you said? Oh, in, bat, in shooting hoops? Which means they probably won't win it. But, man, are they good. And, man, are they playing well. Now, I will say this. It's all about, too, did they play too much this weekend? Uh-oh. You know, we see that. I know Bama didn't have to play till late, but they still played Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And I know these these guys are great athletes, but you know, can you get your legs under you in the next back under you in the next few days and be what you have been, you know? And so it, Alabama has never been to the Final Four. I don't think. Oh, hold on! Did Godfrey take them? Wimp Sanderson did not take them. And so Wimp was on, you know, Wimp owned the SEC in the 80s. It, it was it, it was not Joe B. Hall. Now, Dale Brown did drop a Final Four, but Dale was so up and down. And he was a crazy man, but hell of a recruiter, right? He's the one that stole Chris Jackson. Broke my heart. I thought Chris Jackson was going to Mississippi State. He wasn't ever going to Mississippi State, right? <laughs> and, and, and Dale Brown, you know, they did the deal, and the deal got done, and, and, you know, whatever. And Wimp Sanderson went to like six sweet 16s and couldn't get to the final four. In 2004, Mark Godfrey took the uh, Alabama Crimson Tide to the Elite Eight where they lost to number two seed Connecticut by 16 points. Wow, that was when Calhoun was at UConn. Okay, so Godfrey went to the Elite Eight. Yep. Wimp. Lived in the Sweet 16. Oh, they upset number one Stanford in the second round. Really? To get to that Elite Eight, yeah. So they, they were the eight or the nine. They were the eight seed. Stansberry beat Stanford in a first-round game because he never won a second-round game. I think he then pulled Duke um, in the next game, but I don't remember. Which, that may yeah. not have been the year. That may not have been the sequence of, of games. Rick got to the second game four times. He went to six dances, and I think he... He, uh, what, I was over in Dallas when he beat McNeese and then played Texas and lost. He lost to Xavier in the second round. He lost to Duke in the second round. And he lost to Memphis. Is that right? And oh, John Calipari and Derrick Rose? Yeah. There were some good teams. That Memphis, was the national championship. Duke, Texas, and Xavier. Those were good teams. The Memphis game, they lost by three, 74 77. Jamont Gordon played out of his mind yep. considering Derrick Rose at that time was probably Blake. He's the best player in the, the country. The best college basketball player in the country. No, with not probably 1,000%. And he was... Watching him live that day, he was... <sighs> as a rookie, he was amazing in the NBA. He too. was. It until, was just, until his knees got to him. Which took about 30 seconds later yeah, after the rookie season. I know. But yes, he, at Memphis, that Calipari team, and specifically... Uh, 
Oh my gosh, I just went Blake. Derrick Rose, yeah, yeah, was. Uh, I was trying to say Jalen. Uh, <laughs> Derrick Rose was the. There's a Jalen. I know. Too. I know. That's why I was like, uh, he was unstoppable. I mean, he was he was untouchable in college. So that Memphis team shot like under 55 percent from free throw. By the way, they were that. It was one of the worst free throw shooting teams ever to win a national title. Were they really? They were awful. Okay. They were awful, and okay. that was the only reason State was even in that game because Memphis shot like. 50% from the free throw And Jamont was unbelievable. Correct. I mean, he he did everything he could against the best basketball player in the country. And I think Charles Rhodes made Charles Rhodes made some plays too, but it just it just wasn't quite enough. So, um when was the last time one of our teams went to the Sweet 16? Rod Barnes 2001? That's got to be it. So, in, in men's. Yeah, I'm not talking about big shape. 96 was the last for Mississippi State. Okay. They made the round of 32 last in 08. 08. All right. I think that's when I was... Is that when they lost to Memphis? I think so. Let me okay. go back and look. I was uh, in yeah, Little Rock for yeah. that game that day. The round of 32. Yeah. yeah. It was a hell of a game. Um, but look, we love March Madness. Blake, we've got a uh, bracket challenge. That's right. Where do they need to go? Uh, the easiest way to get there is to go to Facebook, search the Out of Bounds Show, or Twitter, at Bo Bounds, and you okay. can just click the link because it takes you right to the challenge. Um, it is free to get in and you can win awesome prizes. You just have to use code bounds, B O U N D S. Wow. That's super hard. I know. Um, but it's pinned to Twitter. It's pinned to Facebook. We're trying to make it easy on you. All you gotta do is click that link. It says it's big and red and it says, create a bracket. You click that link, it pulls it up. And all you gotta do is create your bracket, use code bounds to get in and you're in it to win it. Okay. One bracket per person. You got to be in before tip off Thursday morning at whatever it is, ten thirty or okay. ten o'clock, whenever cool. the first game is. I'm excited. Yeah, we've done this. I'm pretty sure every year we've done the bracket challenge, so it's a fun little uh, side piece. You know, I'd love to see who 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 gets the who gets the win, who who uh, takes home the uh, victory. Oh man! Do you know your final four yet? No, you don't know it. No, I don't. Um, I figure you pick Alabama four times. Well, all right, so this isn't my final, but I'll go Bama. Just take chalk. Just take all four number ones. How about Houston, man? Five Slamma Jamma 2.0? Not really, but that'd be fun, wouldn't it? Is Kelvin Sampson going to Texas? He's got a massive bile. Where's Chris, I don't know why. Where's Chris Jansen? When you're when you when you're when you're Kelvin Sampson, and for our listeners, he's head coach at Houston. They've been unbelievable while he's been there. Why would you sign a contract where you have a massive buyout when you don't have to? Yeah, buyout okay. to the school you're talking about. Yeah. Correct. Not to um, and and Kansas. You, did you see Marquette won the Big East and their top assistants an MRA grad? Is he Shaka Smarts? I didn't realize that. Yeah, Chris I can't Jans, remember his name. Chris Jans beat Marquette. He did. Let's throw that out there. He did. So he went to MRA, then played at Southeast Louisiana, and then bounced a little bit. And he was with Shaka at Texas. Yeah. And also Shaka at Marquette. They just won the Big East tournament. The last two coaches. Two seed. The last two coaches, not including Chris Beard, that Texas has fired in basketball are both tournament coaches and succeeding at their next schools. Just throw that out there. Rick Barnes. Shock Smart. And Shaka Smart. I'm just throwing that out there. Yeah. No doubt. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um how if you're if you're Mississippi State. You got a magical season from Chris Jans. And I'm not going to say magical like the way the Gary Henderson run to the College World Series and being third. Not not maybe that level. They're not I don't I'm not saying they're going to the final four or the Elite 8, but your success 
to expected success ratio, it might be the highest we've ever seen in Starkville or Oxford with what Chris Jance took over and what they've accomplished just getting to the point that they're at now. It might be the best coaching job ever, but it's got to be the best first-year coaching job. It is. It is. It's remarkable that he is in the, whatever you want to call this, but. He's got a, he's got a table at the dance, at least yeah. a seat at the table. I mean, he's got a seat it. at the table, and they're playing Pitt, who, by the way, has Blake Henson, who was at Ole Miss, and some other guys. And unfortunately for Mississippi State, this is a team that, a veteran, veteran team. You know, graduate students, juniors and seniors, and and Capel, Jeff Capel, who played at Duke, has woefully underachieved until this year. And now they're they're rolling. So that's who that's who you got. Um they love to shoot the three. And this is his best team by far and away. And, you know, he's not a good coach, but he knows how to get players. And he understood that he was about to get fired. And he found a way to put his roster together. And he literally flipped his record from 11 and 21 to 21 and 11. Boom. That's impressive. Yeah. But nobody, nobody you play here is going to be easy. Of course, Pitt, Pitt's been into basketball for years. Correct. Where was Ben Hallen before he went to UCLA? Exactly. Yep. He was at Pitt. Yeah. I, I think it's funny, too, that you have a coach in Chris Jans who is from this model, though, that kind of Capel's built off of, too, that Midwest or Mideast, however you want to say it, like, fundamental. It's just a different basketball for Chris Jans than it has been in Starville probably ever. He just plays a different type of basketball. I well, like. he plays a lot like Richard Williams did. Uh, Richard was demanded that you play defense mm-hmm. and then had a ball control offense. Now, Jans will let them do a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, and, and and Richard did later in his career once he got, you know, Dante and Daryl Wilson and Bullard. Out of bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone, driven by your next John Deere tractor at Ag Up Equipment. Uh, we'd love for you to shoot us a text. 601-885-3776 is our text line. Show is also brought to you by MS Smart Homes. If you want to make your uh, entertainment center and space amazing through smart TVs and the sound system and the Sonos and everything that um, Jake Manning and MSSmartHomes.com can do for you. That's how I will be watching March Madness because they, uh, well, they were at my house a couple of weeks ago and they got it all set up, sound bar and all that kind of cool stuff. I never had, I know a lot of you have had surround sound for 20 years. I had not, and it is really, really, really cool. This is Chris Jans talking about the uh, the goals for the, which oh, I got to tell you the story on the other side, but with, the conversation I had with Jans, but this is Jans talking about the goals for the team and what they accomplished. Coach, just your first thoughts from when you saw Mississippi State pop up on the screen? Uh, excitement. You know, we're, we're going dancing. That was the ultimate goal that we've had since we've arrived. It's something we talked about from day one, that it wasn't about trying to build a program. It was about building a team each and every year with the goal of you know, playing in the NCAA tournament. And certainly back then it sounded, you know, good, but how realistic was it for most people? You know, who knows? But I know the people in our room believed in it. Uh, they worked their tail off, and uh, now they're rewarded for playing in the greatest show on earth. 
Uh, I do agree with him on that last part. Uh, as far as this weekend, I, I don't think it gets any better. Um, all day Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday um, with some of the epic finishes that we will get. But Jans and I were having a conversation before the season, and he mentioned the tournament, and I did a double take at him, and he went, what? I went, you don't have anybody that can shoot. I won't say exactly what he said back to me, but uh, it was pretty funny, and he was actually serious that he thought that they could go to the tournament. I thought, this guy's just, this is coach speak. He's lost his mind. These guys can't throw it in the ocean, and they can't. And yet, he finished top five in defensive scoring efficiency, so he went the other extreme. You know, they, they're they elite defensively. Um, they're weird offensively. I mean, Tolu can score, <laughs> but they obviously can't throw it in, and they can't shoot from the perimeter. So... And here they are. They've got a, a play-in game on Tuesday in Dayton, Ohio. It's really pretty remarkable when, when you think about it, Blake. And Tolu gets a shot at the tournament, and he should go down as one of the fan favorites for, for Mississippi State with what he's done. Yeah. I, it's the first trip since 2019, only the second trip since 2009 that you've been in the tournament. I mean, for a, for a fan base that maybe sometimes uh, – hilariously has so loved the game of hoops and wanted to be a basketball program that can, you know, call itself a year in and year out March madness contender. It's been a painstakingly long time in the desert. Painstakingly long. Yeah. And Tolu Smith with the infectious smile and the way he plays. And let's be honest, a fan base that thinks for some reason, sometimes too much loves to be blue collar. Tolu Smith is a blue collar type basketball player. Yeah, and that, I agree. And Chris Jans is a blue collar type basketball coach. Right. And this is a fan base that, even to its own detriment at times, can't help but love to say we're we're blue collar and we pull ourselves up by our bootstraps. And I think that's what this basketball program, to some extent, embodies in Starville. Uh yeah, I think the blue collar deal is way overplayed. Um, it is remarkable <laughs> what Chris Jans has done. It really is, and you you mentioned maybe one of the, if not the best, coaching job in in, in I don't know if this is the history of the state, but with what he's got to work with, it is unbelievable what they've accomplished, and they won over twenty games, and they're going to play tomorrow night um, against Pitt, who's good. Pitt's good. They are, you know, Jeff Capel, Jeff Capel from Duke. May not be some kind of X's and O's savant, but uh, he loaded the boat, got some talent, knew he was going to get fired, and flipped that record. Literally identical overall and conference record. And Blake Henson is their leading scorer, former Ole Miss basketball player. Um, So there you go. Ole Miss and Chris Beard, any hour now, we'll see. And... We are live in the Bank Plus studio. Charlie Winfield will join us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line to talk Hale State hoops and baseball.